welcome everybody to the second episode of the House Mango Podcast. Um, I'm Ron. John. <laughs> I'm Linda. And we are going to be your co-hosts for today's episode. Um, so the House Mango Podcast, it's a fun little project that we're all doing. And basically everyone in the server gets to bring out questions and themes um, that they want us to talk about. Um, and today our theme is going to be about food and culture. Um, so is there anything you guys wanted to say before we begin? I guess like I don't know, culture as in like like our own culture or like culture as like a dirt like a like an overarching term of just like culture in all aspects not just like ethnic culture um i mean with today's episode i mean with the culture questions they're more so like current events and like some i guess stories into our past but but yeah gotcha just trying to <laughs> set, the, set my mind right no i got it i got it um linda do you have anything you want to say i love food <laughs> <laughs> linda thank love you love this topic <laughs> very nice um yeah so we'll get right into it but before we do i just want to say um basically this like we said it's a project for all of us that we all get really excited about um so just take what we say with a grain of salt <laughs> we don't know everything and we're all just trying to figure things out as things go along so so yeah just 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 take that loosely um so yeah with that being said um i think we got the intros out of the way so uh let's start off with the first question um I, I can read it if you guys want me to. Yeah, I, I think I think it's appropriate that you read the first question. <laughs> All right. So um, this person asked, what are some of your favorite foods as a child that you may not like anymore now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I defer to someone else to go first. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'll take a stab at it. Um, so like in, in, in Filipino culture, like Filipino food, there's like when dishes are made, a lot of them are made with the idea that you use everything. Um, because, um, you know, like sometimes like depending on the background you come from, like you're going you know, to make sure that you use everything that you have. Um, so like one of those um one of those dishes is called dinaguan. You know exactly what I'm talking about, John. <laughs> I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um so it's like it's a dish made from like basically like um pig um like parts, but the main I guess attraction of it is like pig's blood. Um and growing up, I remember eating it and I was like this isn't bad. But like then when I got older and like people told me or like my parents told me like, oh, you're eating pig's blood. And I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, hold on. I, I like, still haven't tried it yet. <laughs> it's like too daunting. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, if, if I could show you a picture of it, I would. 
but basically it's like this this like very viscous like stew and like the the i guess like the 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 blood portion of it it's not red it's like black it's like super oh. super super dark um the stew itself yeah yeah it's dark. It, it, it it's like some people would say it looks like chocolate and like oh, they would say like they like they would tell like little kids Oh, you're just eating chocolate. It's fine. Like they would like low key. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. They would say like it's just chocolate. Just eat it. It's fine. And then like when you eat it, it like you realize that it's not chocolate, and you're like, what is this? Um. But yeah, I I guess that's what I would say. But the thing is, like, I don't. I didn't like it back then. Like I ate it because my parents told me to, and I was at like a young age. So I don't know if I'm like answering this question correctly. Um, but that's like the first thing that comes to mind is something that like I remember distinctly just flipping the switch and going like I don't like this yeah what's funny is I actually also have a similar I was gonna say pig's blood too because we also have like I think in Chinese culture we also have like um, this pig blood thing I think I remember eating it a lot in dim sum but it like it's like a block of like congealed blood yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't I forgot what it's called in Chinese. Um but yeah, but it was in I I remember eating a lot of it at dim sum because I was like, "Ooh, this is really really good." And I knew what it was. So it was like so I knew what it was and I was like, "Ooh, this is really really good." And then I ate so much of it every time we dim summed and then I just like hated it afterwards. So then I <laughs> never ate it after that. Like, I think as a kid, when I like something, I just, like, ate it so much until I just hate it. <laughs> and that's what happened with, uh, with with pig's blood, actually, which is so funny that you mentioned pig's blood, too. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had, like, that's why I deferred, because I was like, I, I think I, I, I eat more foods now uh, than when I was a kid. Like, I never had something as a kid that I was eating all the time and then now I like I don't really like it anymore. Um so I had the opposite effect. Um I think I had a lot of food that I didn't want to try. Uh and then as I grew older, then I became a little bit more adventurous uh and kind of like tried more and then I realized that there are some things that I like now that I didn't like before. Um so like I guess like I never liked eating anything with ginger in it. Um but now I'm completely fine with adding ginger to any of my stuff. Like I didn't like eating spicy food when I was a kid. Now I love eating spicy food. Uh now I'm a little bit more adventurous. I'll eat a little bit more like I don't like crazier things, but like I'll try more like out there type excuse me, food than I did as a kid. Like as a kid I ate like macaroni and like fish sticks and like <laughs> like regular like joe schmo old kind of general food mm-hmm. now i'm like out for like whatever is the craziest thing i can get my hands on except for pig's blood that's like a little daunting <laughs> no but honestly though i would say that i'm in like relatively the same boat because like when i was growing up i would only eat like you know like chicken adobo i but then i would eat the chicken and like the potatoes and everything but i would like just take so much like sabao or like uh 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 sauce sauce yeah sauce or soup yeah and then just douse like the, the rice in it um 
but like now I've definitely noticed that like I eat like a lot more seafood or I'll like I'll eat a lot more um Ooh. like uh I I I don't know if you would call it like exotic things but probably to like the average person it is exotic like um like chicken feet or um like you you don't see people eating chicken feet all that often like I phoenix claw chicken. man yeah i <laughs> love chicken feet phoenix claw that's it's what they call so it in chinese good. yeah but it's like it's, it's good. So good and it's like the thing is like um like for me like if i just get over the hump of of knowing what it is then i'm like i'm fair game mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's so funny that cuz <laughs> So when I, for those of you who don't know, uh, I've been with my partner, Glendale, for eight years, or about to be eight years. And so when I first met her, she was actually the pickiest eater, like, alive. Like, she didn't like eating, like, seafood. She didn't like eating, like, vegetables or, like, onions or whatever. It was, it was pretty crazy. And so for someone like me who was, I think at that time when we started, I was, like, I was 20 that i was like oh wow like i'm like super into food and kind of getting into more cultural type foods i was kind of going out of my way to try good stuff that i almost felt like i i hit a roadblock and i was like oh man like what did i get myself into right and at that time it was like not that not that like i was thinking about like oh like i don't want to date her anymore but i'm just like man like is it too late to back out like (laughs) Um, but for her, it's actually like if you just don't tell her like what it is, and she just eats it and she thinks it's good, she'll just keep eating it. Uh, but once you tell her what it is and she starts imagining like if it's just something crazy, she'll immediately just hate it, uh, and will never try it ever again. Uh, like when we went to like banquet style Chinese food, uh, usually they bring out like this charcuterie like kind of appetizer dish. Uh, it's got like sliced deli meats and stuff and then there's like the jellyfish in the middle um i remember giving it to her and i was just like you just got to try a little bit you just got to eat a little bit and she's like what is it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like don't worry about it like it's fine like just eat it and so she was biting into it and like jellyfish is kind of crunchy uh so she was just like mm-hmm, it's good and i was like yeah it's jellyfish and then she immediately just like regurgitated it back out into her napkin no. Uh, and she's like, never give me that ever again. Uh, so every time it's like Chinese New Year, it's someone's birthday, uh, she never takes from that plate, like ever. <laughs> so. But she had to admit it was good. Right? I don't know she if she it. thought she liked it. Okay. I think she think I think she thought the texture was a little weird. Uh, but the taste was fine. She's also like very sensitive to spicy food. Oh. Uh, and so you know, like the sea, like the jellyfish dish is like kind of spicy-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was like, "Yeah, it's all right." Uh, she didn't hate it, right? I think she was also like eating it because like my mom was like at the table, like <laughs> so. The pressure. I'm sure she was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was just like saying it just to be like nice to my mom, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, but, yeah. I have. A... <laughs> So we, when Lyra and I, uh, we went to Punta Cana, I went with her parents and um, we went to a restaurant and it was, um, they offered octopus and I had never eaten octopus before, but I eat like, you know, like I'll eat calamari, I'll eat like, um, I'll eat like seafood in that sense. 
but like for me like i was just staring at it and i was like yo this is like davy jones and fires of the caribbean 2 with the ah. freaking kraken like <laughs> i'm about to eat the kraken right now and the like, tentacle bits are the best part yo but the thing is low-key like don't tell lyra but like it was good like it was pretty good. Like it did not to me. It did not taste like like seafood at all. It like it was like an offshoot of like calamari, or it felt like that. In the sense that like, I mean, they they also like marinated it really well, and it was like super. It was like it was pretty spicy. But like I I've grown to like like spicy foods over the past couple of years. Um, but I was just like that. I can picture I can picture you <laughs> with <laughs> with that kind of scenario. But like I, I had to hype myself up because I was like, gosh darn it! Like, her parents are telling me to eat it. Lyra's <laughs> telling me to eat it. It's like literally a running joke with my parents that they're like, when they see me eat something they haven't seen me eat, they're like, is it because Lyra told you to eat it? Uh, <laughs> um, and I'm like, no, I eat this food all the time now. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of a time that I, oh, I mean, there was just one time. I guess like I almost had her uh linda was there uh i almost had her eat frog legs and it was so good too it's just like it was at a thai restaurant that linda's friend owns and it was like frog legs tossed in like heavy amounts of garlic Mm. it was like tons of umami so and it's kind of got like the texture of like really like tilapia kind of texture when you know like tilapia doesn't really flake tilapia mm-hmm. kind of just like gets really stringy um kind of had that kind of texture but it was just, like shaped like it was like a chicken wing uh <laughs> minus like the really long like leg part uh but they didn't like have the legs there it was obviously cut off and so we ordered it uh we were all eating it and then so i put one on her plate and i was like oh no you gotta try it and she's like what is it and then I was like, it's chicken wings. Like, it's just a <laughs> tiny chicken wing. Like, this is nothing wrong with it. And then my my boy was just, like, looking at me. And he's like, that ain't no chicken wing. I'm just like, yo! <laughs> and then she was like, if that's not a chicken wing, then what is it? And I was like, it's a frog leg. And I think she was ready to kill me at that point. Uh, but it's, like... But the thing is, is that like I know if she didn't know it was a frog leg, that flavor profile would fit her. Like she loves that type of flavor profile. Mm-hmm. But I think she just has to get over like what she's eating, which I guess like I get it. Like if you're like, oh, I'm eating a frog leg, you're kind of like, uh, it's like all right, like iffy type scenario. But mm-hmm. yeah, so close, so close. Yeah, I was really sad she didn't get to try it. So crazy. we were right there. I mean, we can try again on Maybe. Wednesday. Maybe. But that's time she'll be expecting it. So. Oh, I, I remember. Um, there was one time I had balut. So in the Filipino culture, balut is literally like it's literally an egg with like the the duckling in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would pull up a picture, but it's okay. I I won't <laughs> I won't do it. I've seen pictures. Um, and it's like sometimes you could like you could still see like the f- like fur, I guess, or like feathers, feathers, like the feathers mm-hmm. on them, and like you could see like the beak, the beak. you could see yeah. the eyes. Um, 
that was like an experience for me. Like I had to get so hyped for that. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, here we go. <laughs> I I did get a piece of it. I didn't eat the entire thing because I know people do do eat the entire thing. But um, but but also like it's not like it's pretty soft from what I remember. Like it wasn't like super. It wasn't like the beak was like I'm crunching on something. But like that is the actual definition of me having to like overcome what I know it is. <laughs> yeah, because you can literally see it. Yeah, it's literally right in front of you. There's no yeah. way you can like you could tell somebody that that's not it. Yeah, <laughs> I would be I could be like blasted out of my mind and like still would never eat that. <laughs> like Wait, ever. Would you ever, you would never try it because I, I actually feel like I might, but then I think I'd need to like really hype, <laughs> hype myself yeah. up. Yeah, I feel like if I did, it's I don't know. I I don't know. Like just like the I have a pretty sensitive stomach, too. Mm. So like things like that where I know like like that's why I haven't tried like uh like pig's blood dishes yet or I haven't mm. had uh like bullet yeah it's just because i'm kind of scared like what it's gonna do to my stomach uh-huh. uh so that's like the only not the only reason but like one of the solid few reasons where i'm like i don't think yeah. i'm gonna yeah well the thing is it's like it's hard because it's not like the frog leg example where like you could kind of mm-hmm. trick yourself into thinking that it's like mm-hmm. like fried chicken you see it right in front of you and you are opening it right in front like you are opening it yourself and you see it and it's just like what are the sorry hmm? no, you're good. what are the flavors um like so like i it, yeah <laughs> well apparently like people like sucking the um like the broth i guess that's in it or like i don't think you would call it broth it's it's basically like what like amniotic fluid <laughs> I think it's like mm-hmm. the preserved liquid. So like, cause it's all also like preserved too. So it's like also in its way, like like a like a preservative or yeah. like a brine or yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, if I'm being honest with you, I don't remember what it tasted like mm. because I was just like, I was, I, I remember in the moment, I was like, holy dear, like, I don't think I'm prepared for this, <laughs> and everyone's looking at me and like everyone. I'm like, I am so unprepared. But then, um, so, like, I only took, like, so if, like, this is, like, the head, I took, like, a piece from, like, the back. Mm. I did not go anywhere near the head. Like, I knew, I saw the beak. I saw the eyes. I was like, gosh darn it, I'm not going there. Like, <laughs> so it's like, but, like, some people, like, they, uh, the people that I was with, like, they were eating, like, so they would open it, they would crack it open, and they would literally take it, like, a shot. Mm. They would literally just go like this, and then like yeah. just eat the entire thing. They wouldn't Everything. even chew. There's like an no chewing. Shooter, yeah, but not an oyster. <laughs> yeah, no, basically, basically, because the thing is, it's like it's. I don't know if you need to chew. I haven't done it myself, what? but like, but because it's like covered in that brine and stuff like that, you could almost just swallow it, and you're like low key good. That's what those. Like, that's what they were doing. What the yeah. beak and everything? Yeah. Just- swallow literally like oh. I, i'm not even kidding you <laughs> i'm not even kidding you they had it like so the, you have the eggshell right they had half of it off so they were like all right here we go and like they just went for it and i was like 
I can't imagine. Like, how, how are you doing that? And I'm over here, like, <laughs> still staring at it. <laughs> don't you like, but what, but you just don't like, like, just eat it raw as it is, right? Don't you add, like, accoutrements to it? You like, can. You add, like, like suka or, like. Yeah, yeah. People add, like, vinegar to it or like fish oh, yeah. sauce or like that like any sauce yeah um, or like they'll like lightly salt it so you have a little bit of like texture as you're going with it can i just douse it in like just ketchup <laughs> i mean you could <laughs> i won't say no because it's like honestly like it was one of the hardest things i had to try because i was sitting yeah. there and i'm like i see it in front of me like i see it i like it's like there's no it's it's like it's like ready so like if this if this was the if no, this was the no. i literally see it in front of me and i'm like what the heck am i gonna do like yo yours is cool yeah Yo, you got a little bobblehead i only got like not bobblehead <laughs> i know the marvel ones have bobbleheads this is like an off brand like because i got like the the Power Ranger, that's the really Evil good. Tommy. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so cute. That's really good. But, I want uh, a bobblehead now. But yeah, so I, I I don't know if that really answers the question to whoever asked it. But yeah. like, <laughs> I really like it's it's that in a nutshell. It's just like I need to like yeah. understand and process it. And then I'm I'm like, I'm fair game. I'm good to go. Mm. And like, especially if it tastes good. I'm like super fair game. Like I'm like okay. Like I'm in. I understand. I drank whole milk a lot as a kid, but then now I can't because it like oh. does not sit well with my stomach. <laughs> no, I my dad would always make me drink whenever we ate. He would always make me drink like a cup this big of like just milk because yeah, it's gonna yeah, grow yeah. your bones and you're gonna grow taller yeah. and it's good for you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, here I am stuck at five eight and drink milk all the time. I'm like, like not even six foot. I'm like, are there any benefits or are you just saying it? Like but I, it just kind of sucks that like I love drinking milk as a kid. Uh and I I'm like I was a big like milk and cookies kid. Mm, uh yeah. that's like that was a very defining moment in my childhood of just like uh we would bake a lot and then I always wanted cookies. And then every time we fresh baked cookies come out, I'd be like, all right, it's time to get the milk out, cookies, mm-hmm. go to town. Um, and it wasn't until I got to college and then grad was talking about how he was lactose. Grad was my roommate back in college, how he was talking about how he was lactose intolerant. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it's not the coffee that's making me go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe it's something else. Cause I always just thought like, oh, coffee's super acidic. It's probably just upsetting my stomach. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that coffee doesn't make me go to the bathroom. It does. It's just that like, when I, I did my own, you know, scientific <laughs> experiment. <laughs> oh, het, you know, observe hypothesis, experiment theory. Uh, I came to realize that I was lactose intolerant. Like I think I just drank like a whole cup, and in 20 minutes, it was just like bathroom. And I was like, damn, I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, but it just sucks because I was my whole life I'd just been drinking milk like nonstop. Even mm-hmm. I, I was drinking milk all the way up until like I was in high school. Yeah. yeah I'd get home from school, I'd just pour myself a glass of milk, open up like the bag of like chips of holy cookies and like go to town. Just, like, yeah. And like yeah. the school lunches, there's always milk with it. 
Yeah, yeah, what yeah. was your okay wait what was your favorite school lunch school lunch yeah <sighs> i really liked the grilled cheese <laughs> <laughs> i loved grilled cheese <laughs> there were days when we had pasta oh we had pasta uh, too and pasta those were good. some days were better than others uh-huh. we had cheese sticks those were okay i think the best was when we had like sliders uh, oh yes i love but it wasn't like white castle sliders it was yeah. like knock off discount double check <laughs> sliders yeah. double check yeah and i think as i got old in high school i stopped just getting the school lunch and i remember like che- not like cheating the system but basically i would get like the condiment cup and it was like not like the tiny one from like mcdonald's but it's like the ones that like to go places give you for like your dipping sauce that's about like this big like this uh-huh it's big like the white star styrofoam one and i would just load that up with the tuna macaroni salad <laughs> like i would pack it super tight and then i would just get a small fry and i think i was only paying like a dollar 85 or something like that uh-huh, uh-huh. and i remember the lady was like yelling at me and my friends saying like you can't do that you can't do that i was like why can't we do that like i'm paying for like the food <laughs> Mm-hmm. like i don't understand why i can't do that uh but at that point i was like i was already a senior and i was like i'm already out of here like uh-huh. it's not enough for me to care no yeah. i i remember the best thing that we used to have and it was like the fakest stuff ever but it was like our cheesesteaks mm. we would always get that and then it would be like with fries and like the fries i remember were like the perfect fry like back then like they were flaky, they were super crunchy, but like they looked absolutely fake and totally not like, <laughs> like not like fresh cut or whatever. But like that was like every day that it was like cheesesteak day, it was like everyone got so hyped. Like people like people would buy two cheesesteaks. Wow. It it was hype. I I'm Trevor, man. I remember crazy. That. No, but the. I re like I remember when you mentioned the milk. For me, it's banana. Oh, I used to eat banana all the time. Then literally, it was Mr. Pi, and I I I that morning I was like, you know what? Let me let me go eat. Like I haven't had a, like a banana pancake in a long time. Um, and like Miss Kelly made it, and she was so awesome, and she gets the pancake, and I eat it, and I'm like, okay, cool. The next day, I had, like, rashes all over me. (gasps) And I couldn't go home yet. So I was, like, it was so itchy and so unbearable. Like, I was, like, in that state for, like, two weeks. Oh, no. Yeah. This was a Mr. P.I.? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What? My, My sophomore year. Yeah. Oh, so I was still, I was still there. You were still there. You were still there. It was the one. Oh, that was for Gabe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was no way. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't remember if I saw you. I I I remember we took like a picture or something, but like, um, like the next day I woke up, I was just red all over. It was insane, and the thing is, like, I recently did like the allergy blood test things. Like, I Mm -hmm. I you know they like they did all the okay yeah. 
Yeah. Um, no, like they. So I, I got the poke one, and then I also got like they draw my blood, and then like they run it against mm-hmm. like all this stuff, and like bananas like grade two or three. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm oh not no. even kidding you. What? Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. That's a very similar story to me too, but with hazelnuts. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a very similar story. I also broke out in hives just one day after eating like days of like Nutella. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was obsessed with Nutella. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, and then I just broke out in hives and then Holy the allergist dear. like yeah, he did the draw blood thing and then he was like he gave me the report back and he was like no more Nutella. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "No." I remember like we we were having like a friends giving. Uh I think I might have already known that you you were allergic to hazelnuts. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was so excited cuz I was like, "Guys, I like I've mad cans of like the proline or whatever the wafer hazelnut stick whatever yeah like chocolate i remember bringing it over and i was like yo who's ready and then linda's just looking at me and she's like i can't eat it (laughs) and i was like oh snap i totally forgot it's tough man it's tough it's tough out here it's like everything so every time i like order maybe like dessert at a restaurant i'm always scared that like if it's chocolate that will there be hazelnuts in it you know like it's you just don't know because everyone loves the chocolate hazelnut like yeah it's a big thing like chocolate hazelnut is like a huge like yeah huge thing now like that trader joe's thing you got oh yeah yeah it was like um what was it it was like chocolate crisps yeah it was like chocolate wafer crisps or something shaped like chips shaped like singles yeah and um i ate one and then i like saw a hive was like starting to grow near my lip and i'm like what is happening so i looked at the label and it said may contain hazelnuts like even may contain hazelnuts is like (laughs) throwing me off (laughs) so i was like john just take these (laughs) they were amazing (laughs) i went to work every day just like got my cup of coffee pulled it out of my drawer and just snacked on them (laughs) so So good so, so good so no, it, it, if there was a food that i wish i would be able to eat again it's banana and like and i'm sure it's oh the same God, it's the same yeah. way with you like with the hazelnut yeah and like for all that sure stuff. yeah like i can't have a ferrero rocher and i had that like a lot Those when i was a good kid. too <sighs> sad i know maybe maybe one day i'll try try it again maybe Maybe you can try a banana and i'll try a (laughs) rocher sounds like a horrible idea yeah i i don't even want to test it for science like i'm 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 so averse to it now that i'm like i don't want this i don't want it again yeah um pretty traumatizing (laughs) but um john you want to take the next question uh yeah sure um oh here we go culture food type question uh (laughs) How does your own culture play a part in the kinds of foods you like? I'll read it again. I sound like a teacher. How does your own culture play a part in the kinds of foods you like? Um, I mean, I, it, I will bridge it off the answer that we I had prior to the first question, but it's like, because like Filipino food or Filipino culture is like we use everything and we don't like we don't waste and we always make sure that everything's included in the dish 
um, that's made me more appreciative of like other cultures dishes and like other types of cuisine like again like some people that might call it like exotic or whatever but like um i don't know like it it, i'm okay with pushing the extreme because of of how i grew up Mm. you're trying to think well i i I think so i was Okay, hold on. I need to like preface because I'm about to go on a tangent right now. <gasps> um, so as someone who's, I would say I'm like at amateur chef level, right? Cook with friends who are chefs. Uh, we shop recipes and et cetera, et cetera, right? Uh, we're always on the constant pursuit of like how do we elevate or like like how are we gonna pursue food, right? Like how do you look at food? Um, and for a lot of the people I cook with, right, we. Th- seafood as a bridge in culture um when a lot of the times you can't communicate right food is at its core a universal language right everyone understands deliciousness everyone understands something that's tasty and so when i look at chinese food right um there's always there's there's multiple like levels to it right there's sheen and the shine that you get when you get it there's uh types of frying blanche frying etc etc but at its core right chinese food is very clean um and so i think about how chinese food is presented and how chinese food is cooked Right, and that has lended its own flavor profile to me, and like the kinds of foods that I like to eat. And so, when I look at it in that way, right, I look at oh, Chinese food is steamed. It's you know very quickly fried. Like there's not a lot of oil inside of it. And then I'm talking about like legit Chinese food, not like the down the store like Chinese takeout um, food. And the more I look at that, right then i i've suddenly developed my own kind of flavor profile my own flavor like portfolio and memory and so but to delve a little bit further because right i think as at the core of it yes i'm a chinese american but i also experience my culture very differently than other chinese americans and so necessarily i think of my culture as how am i experiencing my asian american identity and it doesn't always fall underneath chinese Right. Mm-hmm. And like Linda knows, like I'm currently like very deep and like into like Korean food right now. Uh, and obviously, like my fiance is Filipino, so I've had a good amount of Filipino food. And so that also plays into my culture, right? Because that's now a part of my identity. And then that has also shaped the type of food I like. And then at that point, like, how do I look at food in the way of like now i know that i like steams and i like all these types of clean foods and then like how do i also approach in the sense that like how do i be make an amalgam of korean filipino and chinese food and make it into something that's very much culturally my own um and i think that kind of for me at least that's how at least my culture plays a part in the foods that i like because now i like so many different things and those are all very unique to myself. And so I view it in the sense that my culture is my identity. And my culture is how I perceive and experience 
the human experience and my human experience objectively. Uh, and I, I think I just dropped like a lot in like the last five minutes. Uh, but stuff like this just gets me really excited. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, like, that's just how I approach food too. Like, that's how I like food. And yeah, I mean, that's just basically. It's a very brief explanation without going into the specificities of how what kinds of foods I actually like. Yeah, I totally agree with that, like cultural identity kind of thing. And I also think within all cultures, food is like a huge part of it. And I think it's also a huge part of bringing people together, whether or not you're in my culture or not. Um, so I think that says a lot about, you know, how much influence food can have in human relationships uh i guess and like because if i go to a restaurant it's like i go to a restaurant and like i don't um you know i don't usually have these foods at home like my mom doesn't cook like vietnamese food you know for example or like filipino food so like going to a restaurant i'm like experiencing someone else's culture experiencing you know what is true to what they grew up eating um and it's like me being able to experience that is also kind of like diving into their culture, which is pretty similar to what you were saying. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. And I think I kind of like lost myself in the sauce real quick when I was saying it, because I think I was on one train of thought and I hopped onto the next train. Um, and so I was thinking about like when I was growing up and eating Chinese food, right? A lot of it is like soy sauce based, a lot of like corn starch based sauces. Um, and like texturally, like you know, crispy noodles with gravy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then now, as I cook, and then now that I've taken my cooking a lot more seriously, and now I consider myself like if I have the ability to cook good food, right? Then do I not also have the responsibility then to share that with other people? Um, and I always say, uh, like as a joke, I say, you know, you know. I can never let my friends eat bad food, right? If I can cook good food, why would I let my friends eat bad food? And so now that I've kind of expanded and or, or I'm looking to expand my my flavor profile and like my I guess my my creativity, um now I just take that core aspect of like, you know, what is Chinese food? And then, like, how do I add other things that seem similar enough to other cultures, right? Like, that's, like, I think at core, you know, like, how do I get my fiancé to eat food that I know she normally won't eat? Mm -hmm. um, and it's presenting in a way that's familiar, uh, but with flavors that are similar or akin to it. Um, and, like, that's how you can create that fusion identity that now becomes you and who you are as a person right because now that's something that you've thought of something that you created like now that's that's you right like you create a dish you were like that's a dish that wrong created like that's wrong mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then vice versa whoever you want to kind of apply it to um i don't know it's it's interesting hearing like both your thought processes with it because um like when I think about it and I, I keep rereading the question because I'm trying to like soak the question in. Um, 
So like you got you guys know me. I, I think you guys know me pretty well that it's like I always look for something that is like um that always bridges relationships together, right? Mm-hmm. And I think part of that comes from from growing up and understanding like the Filipino culture around food because um I mean, I remember growing up, like, we would sometimes do dinner. Um, so in, in Filipino culture, th- uh, uh, there's something called, like, kamayan, where yes. um, you basically, like, lay everything out on the table. Like, the table is the plate. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just you just grab what you want. You put it on. Like, you eat with your hands, right? It's it, you know, And it's a way for you to, like, connect with and, 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 and to live and breathe with the people around you in that moment. And it could be whatever food you want. Usually, like, you know, in, in a typical one, there's, like, uh, like the rice is, like, all on the table as, like, the base. You got crab here. You got chicken here. You got, like, pancit here. You got, like, lumpia over here. Like, it's just it's just an amalgamation of, like, so much different types of food. Um, so, like, I think that informs the food that I gravitate towards. Because, like, for me, when I think about, like, um, culturally like Asian foods like whether it's Chinese food or Korean food or Vietnamese or um, Filipino like I try I, I gravitate to that because it gives me a sense of community like it gives me a sense of mm-hmm. of relationship and like when you're around the table eating with friends or family it, it's it's I don't know it, it evokes those feelings and sentiment of like home and mm-hmm. and and what it was like growing up so that's why it's like, yeah. So I think that's what I continually search for when I am trying new foods or when I like when we go to like a, 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 I don't know like a new a new place. It's like how how can I how can I make that happen again? Yeah. Mm. And also, like uh, with this question, I also feel like this might also play into part of like so like everyone eats fish, right? But it's like not all of us cook the fish the same way. Like we have our own flavors to like how we want to cook the fish. Like, like maybe it's, there's like a, there's a bit of that, um, how we prepare things are very different. With, like, I think like every culture has like a dumpling, for example, right? Like I think there's pierogies uh, for, is there, is, is that? Wait, a Polish. Yeah. It's a Polish. Polish, yes, yeah. Polish. Mm-hmm. And then we have dump Chinese have people have dumplings. Wait, what's what's like a Filipino dish that's like a dumpling? Um, well, you guys have spring rolls, like yeah, India. it's more it's like, like spring, spring rolls. rolls right? Like I don't, yeah, I don't think there is anything related to like a dumpling type dish. No, I'm like trying to think too. I'm yeah. like I don't yeah. think, I don't think there is one. I mean, it, it, I mean, if I'm thinking dumpling, I'm thinking like empanadas. I'm thinking like. Like oh yeah yeah stuff like that things in like, that shape and form mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i think every culture kind of like has something similar but then in their own way you know they make it in their own way mm-hmm. um all right this just reminded me my uh <laughs> my buddy who's a chef in new york uh he's got his own uh like i wouldn't say company but his own brand uh, it's called MSG, and there's a lot of names that kind of coincide. It's the core of it. It's my sweet grandma, because uh, a lot of his food, or the reason why he's into cooking, is through his grandma's cooking. Um, but it's also, you know, monikers for also like, you know, 
monosodium glutamates also for mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden because he's based in New York City. Um, and he's a fanatic, really great guy. And we talk about food pathways all the time. And so food pathways is just like, how does food cross pollinate? Um, kind of like how, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, chow mein isn't necessarily like, there's so many different ways that people have made it, mm-hmm. right? Peppers weren't originally in Chinese cooking. Uh, so it's things like that, like, and or like, like, I think I was talking to Linda about this. It's kind of like, uh, Tan Tangs, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's how do Chinese, Hong Kong Chinese people accustom themselves to Hong Kong or like British rule? And then before you know it, right, what was once something that was an effort to, I guess, fit in, uh, soon became, you know, tradition. And that's how food pathways are born, right? And so he has a... <laughs> He has a slide deck <laughs> on dumplings. PowerPoint. And <laughs> That's awesome. And how uh, other, like, what classifies as a dumpling. Uh-huh. And I think he has, like, Totino's pizza rolls. Oh, my God. That's, like, an example. <laughs> Love that. I want to, like, pull it. I want to share it. But, like, I'm already sharing my, my Discord screen. Um, but basically it stems from like how uh the cross pollination of like or like how dumplings became basically mass produced by like a, an Italian businessman, mm-hmm. the Gino P- Palucci wow. or Palucci, I think. Uh and he developed his own like Chinese line of canned food. Um and then they also I think let me see. He also branded Pillsbury. He became he's like the founder of pizza rolls. Dang. Uh yeah. So an Italian businessman is a Chinese food legend. Nice. Basically. Yeah. But that just reminded me of that. Also, um, chat just reminded me there is a dumpling in Filipino culture. It's it's shomai. Uh Uh, I mean I it's more I notice it more in like dim sum places, so I don't I don't necessarily attribute it to Filipino culture. It, uh, I mean it's I guess shumai in dim sum. It's humai in dim sum, yeah. Yeah. But it's also Filipino? It's called shomai. Kind of like how yeah. shopows are like daibows. Yeah. It I mean I like Shopao is is like, I don't know. It's I I would, I could say that's like a Filipino take on it, but it's definitely not mm. from them though. It's kind of like so. The best way to explain it is that I've since I bridge both is that whenever they ask me to get Shopao from Meilewa in Chinatown, I always wondered what the hell a Shopao was. Until I googled it, and I'm like, this is just a daibao, right? And a daibao is literally, it's just a big bun. Mm-hmm. Literal translation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, so you guys just want, like, a like a thing, like, you know, like... <laughs> um, and thing, at some point, I was also being relatively ignorant, because um, I'm just like, everything just stems from Chinese food, 
right? Like, you don't want to show power, you just want to die bow, like, just call it as it is. Uh -huh. uh, but then you realize that people, like, then what, what, what is authenticity, right? Because, like, what's authentic to you is not really authentic to me, and then vice versa. Uh, so I have then let go of my very <laughs> ignorance. <laughs> well, but the and, thing like, is, like, and, and chat brought it up, but it's, like, a lot of, like, so Filipino food, I think, is, like, a melting pot of, like, different cultures because, like, um, I know there was, like, a lot of Chinese occupation in the Philippines. There was a lot of Spanish occupation in the Philippines. So, like, like my, my mom's great-grandfather is Chinese. So it's, like, like, it, it, it is. It's inspired or influenced by it, but I definitely think there's twists to it that, like, Filipinos add to it that are different mm -hmm. from like um you know getting getting bow at like uh like chinatown right yeah so so i think so the way i look at it is that show pow is still die bow right because they still they know synonymously with each other but i think show my is distinctly different than siu mai that much i can tell you because when you go to like like when you get show pow you always go do you go to like a chi like a chinese bakery to get it or do you go to like a filipino bakery to get show pow like i go you, to a like, filipino one but like essentially at the core of it show pow is just like a steamed bun with like meat inside of it and i think it's mm. distinctly just like roast pork well it depends because it depends what you get yeah, like I I've been to like some Filipino ones where it's instead of it's roast pork, like they'll put adobo in it. Like they'll make adobo yeah. and then put that in there. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's like I want one. <laughs> <laughs> so like so that that's what I'm so like that's what I mean. Like I I've been to places where it has been roast pork, like and that was a Chinese place. Right. But in in I guess where where chat is coming from is like in filipino places or even like filipino homes like some filipinos will make it um and like they'll just put filipino food in the bun and then steam yeah. it and do it yeah that yeah, way. yeah 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 i think it's only because they've always only asked me to pick it up from a chinese bakery even though mm -hmm. they've gone to plenty of philam stores yeah to get you know whatever they want to get like tarts or whatever they want to get um but no, you're right. So yeah, I guess show pow and then show my are distinctly also Filipino foods that are off twists of or like adapted from the influence from Chinese. different cultures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like chat chat's even saying it's like how like fun sit is kind of a spin from like chow mein. My fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not chow mein, my fun. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's 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 kind of like what you said earlier, how like when you're when you're taking a look at a culture and you're kind of bringing it to your to your own perspective or influence into it and bridging your own experiences together like that's how mm. i that's how i view it now yeah 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 mm. i feel like i need to log into your stream and see what chat's saying <laughs> uh passionate no but it's it's just interesting it, it's interesting because it's not like Damn, you got ads on your thing too? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Your mom man's famous. That's no, crazy. That's not true. 
Um, no, but I, I think I think this is an interesting conversation because it's it's interesting stemming where everything sort of starts to originate from and where the influence comes from. I, it's just fascinating. Mm. This is kind of weird. I'm like looking at myself and then like... <laughs> and you hear it? <laughs> well, no, I muted it so it doesn't come in through my own audio. <laughs> But now I want to like see what chat's saying. Um, no, I mean chat's popping off, so it's nice. Um, okay, so do we feel comfortable moving to the next question? Uh, I do feel comfortable moving to the next question. Okay, Linda, do you <laughs> want to read it or do you want? Me yeah, to I was gonna say it? we should we should have Linda read it. All right, I'll read it. All right. Um, what would you want for your last meal ever? Yeah, weren't we just talking about this on vacation? Yeah. <laughs> For me, I love omakase. <laughs> so I would definitely say omakase. With, I also mentioned this on vacation, with like a chocolate hazelnut mousse cake. Because if I'm going to die, yeah. I might as well just die on my own terms, bro. <laughs> Like, if you're going down, you might as well go down with a bang. Yo, yeah. Have hazelnut for the last time ever. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. <laughs> That's so funny. That's my answer. <laughs> um, I think mine, and I know I just talked about it, but I would have it in, a, like, a Kamayan setting. But have, oh, like... Nice. Filipino breakfast foods at the table, like you know, like the quintessential, like you know, you got freaking spam, you got um, uh, tocino, you got like, you got eggs, you got you got all that stuff, and then you got um, I don't know, like I want lumpia and I want like um, uh, like pancit, but instead of the thin noodle, it's the thick noodle, so like pancit um, canton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have that. And this, keep in mind, like, this is, like, a stomach that can take it, right? <laughs> if there was no stomach yeah. requirements, but... Yep, go uh, all in. And then, all in. And then to finish it, I would have turon. Because I can't eat that anymore. I just what had turon last night. Fart you. <laughs> what, is, what is that? So it's, like, um... It's it's like lumpia, but instead of it being like the um like the meat filling or the like the filling that is um like vegetable filling, it's like mm -hmm. banana, and then it's um it sits uh, in like kind of like brown sugar, and then it's okay. like fried. Is it like plantain? It's plantain. Usually okay. it's plantain, plantain, but like um. So Can you I've, eat plantain, or is it? I haven't tried it. I'm not willing to okay. test science for that. Okay, so it's all just okay. So it's just that family of uh, <laughs> you're avoiding that whole family. <laughs> as I Google is plant, is, is plant the same as banana. Is it in the same like cousins? genus? Yeah, are they cousins? Plantains versus bananas. Um, the bottom line. This doesn't give me any type of scientific knowledge. <laughs> then again, I did go on allrecipes.com, so. There. Uh, I don't know. You should probably call your doctor. I'll call my doctor. I will. I'll call. 
but no, that that that, be, like, that would be in some way. Yeah, that would that would be my final meal. Shoot! Mm. Oh, my garage is opening. Hold on. Oh, and I'd get like like my mom's lumpia. So like mm. you you know how like the lumpia that you might have seen is like the smaller one, and it's like it's like the regular one that you you kind of have. There's other ones, and she learned it from my Lola. But um, it's like it's a bigger lumpia. Is like this big or kind of. But then it, the filling is like a ton of different vegetables and like ground beef and like all this stuff. But it's like it's so good, and it just it that reminds me of home more than anything. Yeah. It, that would be there to... too. My last. Let me read this again. <laughs> last meal. Okay, so. Last. Like how are you defining meal? Like is it like, like I I would I define it as like you have no stomach and you're just gonna be eating it and you're gonna be living life and you're gonna have fun, and it could be whatever you want and it'll be in a table in front of you, and that's it. Mm. So I probably last meal ever. I probably have my grandma's. Uh, I don't know how to say. It. Is it like Hong 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 Fun, Hong Shlim Fun, Linda? It's like macaroni and like. Hong Sam Fun. Hong Sam Fun. Let me see. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So my In- my grandma would make that all the time growing up as kids. Uh, and that's got a pretty warm memory uh, for me. So I'd probably have that. My mom always made this leftover dish. When it, so we'd always get the Costco rotisserie chicken. <laughs> and obviously, like, we would never be able to finish the whole thing. I mean, we're a family of five, but we can't eat a whole chicken. Um, And so she would just take the leftovers and then, like, shred it and then make like a like a like a stew almost it's like chicken like frozen peas and carrots uh, sometimes there'll be macaroni it but it would be mixing with like cream of mushroom or cream of chicken um and that was also like a pretty strong like food memory for me so i think those two i have glendale's mom's lumpia because that stuff is bomb and then I think that would be I think that'd be my last meal. Yeah. Those Yeah, those two. Or those three. So can we eat this last meal together? Like our tables <laughs> are next to each other. Yeah. So then I can like have some of have some of your stuff too. <laughs> I mean, but like honestly, like I'd be so willing to turn this, like, to meet up with you two and to legit turn this into something. Like, it could be freaking Thanksgiving for all I care. But like, <laughs> I have to make all this food. I, hey, yeah. I, I, I have to make like an insane amount of food. <laughs> yeah, you did list off a lot. I of listed like a billion intensive food. I need to hire a sushi chef. <laughs> No, but like I, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's interesting the question, and interesting that you bring that up because it's like, why wait till your last meal when you could do it now with friends? <laughs> That's true. You're right. You're right. 
I don't know. I, I mean, we. I, I'm pretty sure we all think that like food is like a gateway to relationship. So like, yeah, I really wouldn't be opposed. <laughs> I feel like looking at it, it's just like this question is like infinality, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you were never gonna get redemption. Yeah. This is just. This is it. If you were going to die, like this is the last meal you'll ever eat. That's hard. Yeah, it is hard. But at the the same time, like, I would want to do it with people that I love. Right? True. Like, if I knew, like, for instance, like, if I knew the ending, then I would make that ending a pretty freaking banger one. (laughs) Yo, honestly, last meal ever, I think about it because even I was amazed by what i made <laughs> i made this huge pork shoulder like i hammed a pork a pork shoulder for christmas i think and it's like it was like caramelized vegetables all over the thing it, it, it was a really great dish um i think about that a lot because i put a lot of labor into that like i think i started cooking it like the day in advance and I remember like putting a lot of like time and care and getting into all the ingredients, like measuring all my my ingredients to turn into like the seasoning powder that goes inside of it, um, like weighing out the salt to sugar ratio, and that was by far probably the best thing I've ever made. Aside from the one time I made a very juicy Thanksgiving turkey, <laughs> um, but I think that might actually be my last meal. For sure. Hand pork shoulder. Um, I, I think I, if I'm going to add to it, since you added to it. <laughs> 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 so the, the, um, Lara and I went on vacation once and it was like, it was like a cabin thing. Um, and two totally different cuisines. But it was special because of that we were like we cooked it together, so we made um, like um, Alfredo from absolute scratch, um, and then we made um, like gochujang stew, mm. like a tofu stew, like using oh, like sundubu jjigae. That one, that one. I I, yeah. I don't want to butcher it, but um, we made that from scratch too, and it was just like it was a really fun moment because like. Um, I, and I know John knows, but like I, I sit there and I try to like learn more cooking things because I feel like to me, like it's just it's it's cathartic for one. But two, it's like I want to keep trying to push the envelope of what I think I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, So like doing that with her was just like really fun because like we just put music on. We were like having fun. We were like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then like we we and it, t- it tasted really awesome. But. I would add that too. There you go, Linda. Your turn. Oh, I yo, Linda that. loves sundubu jjigae. It's so good. I love it. Yeah, I feel like I might add in some Korean stuff because I love Korean food too. Mm-hmm. Yo, Maybe facts. like the, it's so um, good. The what is it? The kalbijim. Kalbijim. Yeah, mm. that is 
amazing. I love Ivy Jim is pretty. Specifically mm-hmm. when Ginger makes when Ginger makes it. <laughs> My best friend from high school. She makes it good. Ivy Jim is pretty A1. I will it's say that. So I agree. Good. Hold on guys, I'm about to send you this this photo in Discord. <laughs> House Mango shared to the podcast post. That was what I made. That's the pork shoulder? Yeah. Dang. 10 out of 10. All right, if you're looking on the stream, this is is context. Yeah. That looks so good. Yeah. (laughs) That looks good. You must say, oh. That looks good. Yum. Wow, you guys added Korean food. Now I want to add Korean food to mine. Yo, Korean food is legit. It's so good, man. <laughs> Especially because I feel like I've fallen in love with Korean food Yo, we a were... lot more. No, we talked about this on the podcast prior that shall not be named. And you... <laughs> <laughs> you talked about Korean street food and falling in love with it. And like, because uh, the context of the question was which. Uh, if we could travel to a place and try the cuisine, he mentioned mm. South Korea with all like the food trucks. Mm, this, like all the food stalls and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. This feels like a matured conversation from that. Okay, so if we want to stem from the podcast from That Shall Not Be Named, <laughs> um, if you know, you know. That's true. Um, yep. So my the last time I was talking about like, so I've come to realize that type of food is like bunsik type cuisine, which is basically like, like duck and like omok and like all these other like cheaper types of like food. Um, and since then I've kind of like definitely dived off the deep end, uh, and <laughs> kind of exploring like Korean food. Um, so. I think I was thinking about this because I think we were talking about this on vacation with one of my good friends uh, who's Korean and like he's been very he's I love this guy like he's honestly the best like person around and like especially for someone like me who's trying to learn Korean I just ask him so many pestering questions about Korean um, and he's very supportive too like he'll be like oh man like you're getting like a lot better oh your accent's really good and like he really like gives me like affirmation um that like at least my efforts are not in vain um but we were talking about like what type of food we would have like if we could have one food like for the rest of our lives and i just only eat that and so he would i think he was saying like he would have kimchi jjigae um which is just kimchi stew mm-hmm. uh, and I was thinking about mine. And so recently, uh, I think I've really come to like two distinct types of pork food. One is bosam, which is like a boiled pork dish and like seasoning. So it's like tuanjang and like sugar, brown sugar, coffee. Except onions, garlic, whatever, whatever. Um, and then usually you make it when you're also in preparation for the winter time as you're preparing like kimchi. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's one dish, just because it's so there's a sense of community around it because as your family is all making kimchi like you also like boil some pork belly or whatever pork whatever um and then you kind of just you know get your your king meat your lettuce and you just make a psalm and you just eat it and it's all very like family based uh the second one i think it's teyuk bokum which is like stir fried spicy pork and then uh Tudi Pocha in I think like abroad something. I think it's like Ridgefield Park. Yep, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh they make a really good Teyuk Bokum and they give you the Petsu Mutim, which is like chives mixed in with fish sauce, uh sesame oil and like kochigaru. Um and then you just eat it together. And like that stuff is like yo. I love that place. I love Tudi Pocha. I really love that place. I feel like everyone always goes to the one in Palisades Park, like that one really famous Pocha. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I don't think the food there is that good. Yeah. No, like La- La- I think Tudi Pocha is way better. I I agree. Lyra and I used to go there on like date nights. Mm. It, I love that place. I've been itching to go back there. If you want to go, we can I, go. Like, we, <laughs> I won't say no. <laughs> like, I'll just pick Linda up from the bus stop or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm in. I'm in. We'll, we'll plan I'll it. I'll be there. We'll plan it. All right. Do you guys feel ready to move on? I'm ready to embark on our next. Okay. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this one's okay. So for anyone who's listening slash chat, like. These again, these are questions submitted by by um, people within the server, and this is going to be a complete different topic from food. Just to preface it, or if you're listening on Spotify or whatever, um, I don't even know how to tackle this question. <laughs> this is like, but I'm not even up to date. <laughs> no, I'm not. That, that's what Same. I'm afraid of. But um, so the this person asked. Um, what are the thoughts or what are our thoughts and opinions on what is happening in America today? So actually, I wanted to say, like, I, f- I feel like there's also a pretty good discussion to go around, like, why we aren't up to date and like, you know, why? Yes. You know, how do we how do we feel about not being up to date? Like, that could also be like part of like our own way of answering it, too. Um, but yeah, but honestly, I. I feel like this question is like super broad. Like I, I, I'm like never. I don't really watch the news that much. Like I don't mm-hmm. really like. I think I get most of my news from like Instagram usually, <laughs> which is kind of bad. But I think that says a lot about you know what our society is like now, right? Like now that technology has been like taken over everyone, everyone's like lifestyles, right? Like we're always on our phones. We're always on our computers. Like internet internet is like if there's no internet like we don't know how to function yeah um Um, yeah i i think i'll take it from the angle that you were saying and basically explain why i haven't kept up with the news as much lately and that'll be my answer for as to the thoughts and opinions um so I I used to be um like super involved and like made made sure like I read everything and I read the stuff that came out of like the .gov sources and I like I read like 
independent reviews of what was happening. Um, I tried to keep up with it, especially like within the past couple of presidencies. Um, but with that, especially towards the last presidency, came a ton of burnout and a, a, like a ton of just like feeling like things are just impossible. Um, and I didn't like that feeling. That's partly the reason why I left social media in general. But, um, like, I would just read stuff, and I would sit there, and I'm just like, how is something not being done? Why is something not being done? It's so blatantly obvious. Um, I think today, um, I, I don't, I don't read anymore. Um, today, like, I kind of hear stuff, honestly, through work. Um, like some people will mention stuff at work about like, oh, like let's say um, Biden and student loans and like the coworkers that'll, that um, will talk about it. Um, they come from different backgrounds or different like, um, I guess, generational, um, whatchamacallit, like genera generational stages. So I'll hear their thoughts about it and I'll hear news necessarily um, through that sphere. Um, and then if it's like something that I'm like, that's piqued my interest, I'll look it up. Um, but it, it, it's just like, it went from feeling like super engaged to almost apathy now. Mm. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, but it's like, I don't know. Like it, it I just don't feel, it, sometimes it almost feels defeated sometimes. But I don't know. That that's just the ramblings right now. I'll 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 make more coherent thoughts after you guys finish what you're saying. Mm, I mean so I think I used to make it a point to be very not like actively involved in the sense of I'm in the community making the changes or like kind of participating um but i used to be very involved in the sense of keeping myself informed uh so i think why and i i'm also going to take this in the same lens that you're taking this um I think that I am at a point where there's just so much going on uh, that I don't want to lose myself in being swept up in whatever news article, um, whatever new thing is being brought to light or whatever the case is right so and uh, some sort of sense it's almost like ignorance is bliss mm -hmm. uh, not saying that i'm not actively fighting for you know the civil liberties of my brothers and sisters uh you know i'm very much attuned to that mm -hmm. uh but on larger scale 
things in regards to the world and kind of America. Um, I've kind of removed myself from that, I guess, discussion. Um, one, I think it's my mental <laughs> yeah. health, right? You end up doom scrolling. Um, you get depressed. Just going, yeah, a lot of depression. Because um, I think at some point, it almost turns your life into almost nihilistic. Like, what's the point, right? Yeah. If we're all just being a-holes to everyone, you know, what's the point in, in living, right? There's no point. Um, so I think it saves me from that kind of thought process. Uh, and at some degree, I think it also just... I feel like sometimes the less I know, the better off I am. Because I think at some point, knowledge is a curse. Um, and when you have knowledge without understanding, because to be fair, a lot of the things going on is not very, like, it's very in-depth. And the articles you're reading are most likely just covering the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to speak on something of which I am only getting the surface level knowledge and not taking into account other factors that might play into what I'm talking about. And then once you start talking about things out of your depth, then you look like an idiot. And then once you start talking about things out of your depth, then you are now part of the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it's that's like, my take. It, it's like a screwed if you do, screwed if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, difficult. Totally, it's very hard. Yeah, for sure. I, I totally agree with both of you. Yeah, I'm also pretty detached from like keeping myself up to date on what's happening in America. And I think... That also comes from um, me prioritizing what's important to me. And I think what's important to me is that, like, you know, what's happening in John's life, you know, what's happening in Ron's life, you know, like, I mm -hmm. think it's like, I want to know more. I want my brain space and like my mental space to have to to be able to handle, you know, people i love like what's going on in their lives like i want to know about them you know I, I think i prioritize that a lot more than like what's going on in the world and you know i don't know if that's right or wrong i i also don't necessarily think there should be a right or wrong i think it's just to your own personal life how how do you want to live life and how do you want to you know what brings you joy you know i think that's like really um a really cliche thing to say but i think i feel like that's super important especially mm -hmm. for mental health i know there's like there's like a lot of things going on outside the world that we should care about but i think if it's taxing on you to think about that i think you at that point i feel like everyone should put themselves first and to kind of make sure you know they're in an okay place to like you know, live their own lives, like be a, be available to the people they, that they love, be available for the community, like, 
you know, I like advocate for Chinatown, you know, like I always, mm-hmm. like I, I want to like preserve Chinatown, you know, like preserve any type of community around me. And I think that's what's most important to me to kind of be more aware of, I guess. Um, and it's, it's a really like tough battle just cause like, you know, I would want like the world to kind of be in a better place too. But I think for me, I just want to start somewhere where I can do something like, you know, like with you guys, like, you know, like I can hang out with you guys and like, I'll like give you my time, you know, like, I think that's what's most, that's what I think is the purpose of life is to be there for our own immediate communities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's kind of my take. <laughs> I, I think you honestly hit it on the head um, because like, again, like I remember like in the same sense of like John was talking about like like almost doom scrolling and like reading and I'm like how is this happening why is this happening why aren't people being brought to like accountability or justice and things like that and then there was a day that I remember that I was like reading and then it like it hit me at a crossroads like do I continue worrying about the things I can't control i.e. like those macro situations where it's like um the injustices or, or, or like the, the, the people not being held accountable for their actions or do I try to do something within the immediate people that I'm with? Um, and it, it, it turned into that. Like it, it was just like, you know, like let's say like your friend group saying certain things that they definitely should not be saying and like calling that out instead of like, I don't know, speaking out of your butt about like things left and right. And like, I guess that, that turned it into like, again, like what we, the reason why we do this is like, cause to, to, to like further relationship and to grow. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what it turned into. It turned into like, let me learn everything. Let me be as involved as possible. Let me like understand everything to just like, okay, let me understand my immediate sphere of influence and then let's go from mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. very deep (laughs) (laughs) it's a hard question though because it's like i don't know i feel like depending on your point of view or how you decide to tackle the conversation there's always going to be something that you're going to be frustrated about Mm -hmm. and and yes i think we should be fighting for a better community and a better world for the people around us um but it, it it also depends on like your own cup, right? Like if your own cup is empty and you have nothing left to give, I think personally, like you need to take a break. Um, and that, that, that doesn't, you know, just tie into the question, but just in, like in general. Right. And that's why you have a support system. That's why you have like your friends and family and you're close, like, um, because it's our job to keep pulling each other up. And I think through right. that, through those small ways, things mm-hmm. will get better. And that might be like a naive thought, but I don't know. Like I, I, I have hope in that. Like I have mm-hmm. hope in the sense that like we're all here for each other. We're all picking each other up and we're making changes on this level to improve the environment around us. And that has impact. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I think I've, it's core um 
the thought is simple. Um, it's simply an action. And to write in the sense of hope, um, betterment, the sake of, you know, helping your brother or sister. Um, all those things start at a, at its core. It's it's simple. Uh, I think we tend to complicate things out of necessity that everything has to be layered and everything has to, you know, have a reason or everything has to. Everything just it has to be complicated for some reason, right? Because if it's not, then it just it's then it doesn't seem as important. Um, but at the core of everything that we're trying to do, um, the simple thought is just hope and hope for a better place, and you just do. And it's small, and it's small efforts that snowball into larger efforts, and you know, hope that whatever we do has a lasting effect around those we're with and hope that we those lasting effects then butterfly into other people and then compound into something that's actionable and something that's tangible for the future around us mm-hmm. so yeah yeah having said that haven't sounded Absolutely. like that since uh, face face presidency. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and no, you really hit it on the nose, and I think that's a really excellent yeah. way to cap it. It's just out of love, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like out of love for your fellow neighbor, out of love for your friends and family. Yeah, and like, how do you choose to show your love? Like, how do you huh. want to give that love? How do you want to receive it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I guess we'll end this podcast on a lighter question. Yeah. Hopefully it'll make you laugh. I don't know if it will, but um, our final question for today's podcast is what is your craziest college story? I already have mine on lock because <laughs> I had to think about this for a little bit. Craziest. It also depends on like what you view as the craziest, right? Yeah, that's a very um It's like a subjective question. Subjective, yeah. Subjective question. But yeah, I mean so I many. went to school. So yeah. many. <laughs> wow, so many. All right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to school in the city, so I didn't really like I wasn't like a part of the dorm life or anything like that. So my story is probably not as crazy as anyone else's, but <laughs> I do remember like the first, uh, I I actually forgot. It was just like, we, we were still underage, obviously. Um, and then there was this karaoke place that we would go to all the time because um, my friend was there. friends with the <laughs> yeah my friend was friends with the owner so he like would just let us drink and just <laughs> like order alcohol anyway like even though we're underage um so yeah so we would have like smearing off like smearing off on ice like that was a big thing that we drank a lot and then like 
they were giving out shots of vodka like I, yeah he gave us like a bottle of vodka and then we just like took shots and that was my that was the first time i ever took a vodka shot it was disgusting um Rightfully so <laughs> it was disgusting but it hit me really hard because and that was the, that was the moment i figured out i was very lightweight <laughs> <laughs> And um, I was okay. It's not that crazy, but it's 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 a good build up to your stories, which is which is cool, cool with me. Um, but yeah, so I so after that one shot, we were just singing more songs, and then like I was like dancing like really hard to one of the songs, and then I I, I was like on the I was kind of like about to like step on the couch, but then I lost balance, and I'm like, oh shit. And so I kind of tripped um, and then fell on the floor. And I did not hurt myself. I just like oh, was okay. about to like get on the couch, but then I like lost balance and I was like, fuck, I, I need to, I need to like just keep <laughs> myself grounded. So I just, um, yeah. So I kind of, I kind of fell. I, I was fine, but I was like, I am never drinking. <laughs> I am never taking shots of vodka <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> One so, of the yeah. many lies that you tell yourself. <laughs> yes, yeah. O-O-L. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, so that's not that crazy. But I mean, I am I was a city girl. Nothing really happens. I was going to say, I was like, that's so wholesome. That, yeah, I'm like, that's actually pretty. Like, that's, I, I feel, so I, I feel like we're going from yours, which is pretty nice to me, which is pretty like, it's, I don't know, I guess it's medium or tame. And then John will, will be like the, I think you're gonna I have, hit it. I have a lot of crazy stuff that happened in college, like a lot of crazy stuff that happened in college. Okay, do you want? So you 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 can go because I want to hear <laughs> yours. I really want to hear yours. Okay. Um. So it, it it was freshman year, and you know freshman year you like get around. I guess are you are you like you're trying to make friends? Yeah. Um. I mean, I could tell two stories because technically they both count. <laughs> but um, okay, so so the one is is uh, when I used to be in a nursing program, and you're trying to make friends and you're trying to like connect with people because it's like you know it, it's part of it. So this one person, um, she asks me to to get food, and I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. Okay, like I'm thinking nothing of it. Um, so we meet in the food court and like um the person was a commuter so i got them food i was like it's fine like it, it's a swipe it's whatever so we sit down and she starts asking me questions like um <clears throat> like what's your favorite color like where do you come from tell me about yourself and like it wasn't until like the fourth or fifth question that i sat there and i was like oh my gosh this is a date <laughs> Yeah, she asked you to a date without even telling you it was a date. I was not prepared. I was okay. like, uh, and then I, it hit me. Like, it was just like, just like the light bulb went off. And I was like, holy dear, how do I get out of this? I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, so like, okay, so we go through, we, we eat and we're like, you know, we finish eating. And I'm like, all right, so like, I'll see you in class. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, going back to my dorm. And then she's like cool can i come and i was like <laughs> i was like uh sure 
Wow. So we're literally walking and I'm like, gosh, darn it. Like, what do I do? So we get, we get in the dorm and, um, you, you remember John, but like the dorms had like the common rooms. Yeah. The quad area. Yeah. The quad yeah. area. So I was like, okay, you can sit here. I'll get my stuff and we can hang out out here. She follows me into my room and she's like, she sits on my bed. And I remember being so annoyed because she sat on my bed with shoes and i was like so that i i'm like awkwardly sitting there my roommate is at class and i'm just sitting at my desk and i'm just like i'm sweating i'm like what the frick do i do i have no idea what i'm doing i don't know how to get out of this i don't know i don't even know who to like call so i text my buddy um him and i were working out together um every night so i was like hey man you had a class yet like let's go work out right now i'll explain later and <laughs> he's like yeah let me just finish up like because he was playing like call of duty or something so he was like let me just finish up this match and i'll meet you at your door and i'm like perfect <laughs> <laughs> so I, I look at the girl and i i tell her i'm like okay hey i am gonna change real quick just give me like a couple minutes so i change and I and I go, and I'm like, I sit back at my desk, and my my buddy texts me. He's like, I'm ready, and I'm like, okay. So I look at the girl, and I'm like, I'm gonna go work out now. Um, are you gonna stay in here? Or are you gonna like, you want me to like let you want me to like let uh, like sign you out? And then she goes, um, I'm good. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, um, so then I'm like, okay, I don't know when my roommate's getting back. So it's like, is it okay if you just like sit out here in 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 the pod? And she was like, sure. So I'm like, I see my buddy, we go, we go to the workout. It was a freaking good workout. We go back up. We're like just drenched in like sweat and everything, because we decided like we ran there and then we ran back. We go up there and she's still sitting in the pod. And I was like, and this was when I had already explained um, to him, like, what had happened. And he was, like, he covered so hard. He was, like, okay. So we're going to, sh- like, he's, like, all right. So I'll shower and you shower, and then we'll go to dining hall. And I'm, like, yeah. Yeah, okay. And then that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not, nothing happened from that. <laughs> Wait, so did she leave the room eventually? No, yeah, like she she was in the pod, like she like so like our common oh, area. Um, okay. And when we came, oh, when she already we, left the room. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like when we came back, pod. okay. When we came back from dinner, she was already gone, and I was like, okay, cool. And then every day after that, that girl never looked at me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know who this person is? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Are they Filipino? No. Oh, okay. No, they're not. But they're part of your nursing class, yeah. right? Uh-huh. There, there, is a, there is another part to the story, but I will omit it. Spicy. <laughs> but, I, but the thing is, like, I came into there not knowing anything about what was happening. I was just like, oh, yeah, sure, let's get food. Because, like, you did that back then. Right, 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 right. But also strange that she was okay just sitting in your room while you worked out i was so like she was, not prepared <laughs> she was so... clearly okay with that she was like yeah i'll just sit here until you're done <laughs> I, I was really so not prepared 
but yeah, that that's my crazy college story. I'll leave it at that one. <laughs> Interesting. I'm, I'm ready like trying for to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I I I don't have like just one. Like it's just <laughs> a lot. Like I mean, okay. So <laughs> craziest college story. So okay, this was my. Freshman year, I think. I think. Um, so I was at the time. I don't really know what we were, but I was like friends with benefits, or like kind of dating this one girl on the soccer team. Um, and so. I remember we were in her dorm, and I think I was trying to study for, like, my computer science final. <laughs> and uh, she's on the bed, I'm on her desk, and we're just doing work. And then all of a sudden, we get a text from her, uh, from her suite mate. Because, like, at our college it was never just like a communal bathroom it was always like a suite so it's like two roommates a bathroom or shared bathroom and then another two roommates right and so her suite mate uh texted her she's like need you to come pick me up i'm being held captive like my boyfriend's like keeping me at montclair when he's not letting me leave blah 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 and then um so we're just like, is this like, I mean, like we knew she had like things like issues with her boyfriend, um, but we were just kind of like so random, like out of the blue. And I was like, I mean, do we go save her? Or, like, do we like, what do we do? Right. Because I think she was like. She was in the bathroom. At Montclair and like the guy was like demanding her to come out. But, like, she couldn't leave, like, because then he he would just, you know, yeah. take her back. Yeah, so uh, I remember getting into the car, and the girl that I was with, she was, like, freaking out. And she's like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Do we need to fight him? Do I need to bring a weapon? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't really know what's going on. Like, let's just go. So we drive up to Montclair. And we call the sweet mate and we're like, hey, you know, we're, we're here. Like, where are you? Where, where should we pick you up? And she's like, uh, come outside this building. I'm going to run down the hill. I'm going to get into the car and we're just going to go. Right. And so, we're like, okay, sure, that's fine. Uh, and then so I remember pulling up to that area and one of the girls that were helping her leave was like, you need to get her into this car immediately. Like, we're trying to get her out from her, like, abusive-ass boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then you just see her running down the hill, right? Mm -hmm. And she's just like, put the car in drive, open the door, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and she jumps into the car, right? And I, and, I, and I book it, right? And I'm just going. And if... The people who are in chat or who are listening to this, if you guys are very familiar with Montclair, um, 
a lot of the roads or main areas uh you have to go down first and it gets really windy um i don't know how he beat us there huh? but he we were going down the hill and he came out from the bushes <gasps> and stopped in front of our car and was demanding us to get the girl out of the car. <gasps> and in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is crazy. And the girl I was like, the girl I was like dating or whoever. She was like, she's freaking out. She's like, just Flora, Flora, I don't care if we hit him, just leave. We gotta leave. And then I'm put I'm, I'm accelerating up and he starts banging on the the door, like the glass. And then he's like, so and so, get out of here right now. We're not done. Blah blah blah. Yo. Like absolutely nutty. And then remember we just booked it. And went back to school, and we're in lot six, and we were just looking at her like, "What the hell happened?" She was like, "He like was abusive, and like he was like trying to keep her from leaving." Holy. Uh. And so that's that, that's that, that's one story, right? I. So that's like one distinct story I remember. Another story I remember is um we had a face mixer at alec's house alec is a friend of ours that had a very wonderful backyard very wonderful house that he graciously let us host a lot of our parties a lot of mixers at and i remember thinking wow this mixer is going really well right like i bought huge tubs like the tubs <laughs> that you that you pack clothes in and we dumped massive amounts of just like it was just jungle juice like we must have thrown like god knows how many bottles of vodka and like oh. everclear and hawaiian punch and lemon juice and sugar and everything right like it was intense and we said to everyone it's either byob or you throw five. Uh-huh. Okay. And so everything is going well. Right. And I, I remember these two girls rolled up. I'm gonna admit their names because I don't want this publicly out. But they rolled up and so they brought their own. But then they started taking from our oh. jungle juice. And so my vice president was saying, hey, it's not BYO and then you get sick. It's BYO or you pay five. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she was like, oh, no, but I brought alcohol, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can take this. And he's like, that's not how it works. You've got to throw five. Right. He's like, unless you're sharing with everyone. Right then you got to throw five. And I think she just got really pissy at us and threw this huge hissy fit and like a big ruckus in the Alex basement saying like, oh, you guys are so like clicky, blah, blah, blah. You're all pieces of shit, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. She storms out with her friend 
and her other friend, also at the party, goes out to go find her. And mind you, it's like late at night in West, no, New Milford. Like, because that, she's like, she wants to make sure her friend's okay, because her friend's already drunk. Oh, no. Right? And so now my roommate goes searching after her uh, because she because uh, she's his little. So uh-huh. now he has to make sure that she's safe. Right? And then what's worse is that while she's out on the way out, there's another group of girls having a discussion how the girl who's going to search for her friend, like, I think they said they were talking shit about her. <laughs> so now there's like mad beef going on. Right. And to add the ice, like, I'm in the garage and I'm just trying to get the hookah going. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get. Get the hookah going. I'm paying like no mind to anyone else. <laughs> and you might have heard this story. And it was when a certain person whose initials are MM oh. had, it so- had someone tell them, I dare you to uh-huh. physically touch someone or action. I can't say this out loud because there are people probably that know this story and I don't want to lay names. And under the influence of the copious amounts of jungle juice that we provided, then proceeds to physically touch or more fiercely, right? Someone's ass. And then this girl is like, oh my gosh, I'm a freshman. Is this what college parties are like? She runs out crying. Right? And meanwhile, I'm not I'm nowhere near the the action. I'm in the garage. Right? I'm like puffing on the hookah. I see her leaving. And and your friend group of girls decide to follow her out and comfort her because she's off crying like she's like oh my god boys and shit blah 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 <laughs> meanwhile the guy that did it he's now crying <gasps> right because he's like i didn't mean it it was a joke blah 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 they told me they dared me blah 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 and so i run in and i'm like what the hell just happened why are there like five girls running out there crying right not to mention we already got those other missing girls like what is going on here and then they said oh so and so dared him to do it and it's like two of my boys that dared him to do it so now i'm looking at them saying like what are you doing one of them's apologetic the other one's not apologetic whatsoever and so now i'm like obviously at the time president of the club i'm like this is my mixer like i need to like (laughs) get stuff like down my roommate comes back with the other girl and her two friends Right, everything's fine. The other two friends catch an Uber. They go back to whatever place that they were coming from. I don't know what happens to all the other girls. Right, basically the party's dead. Right, 
another girl who is also very drunk decides to catch a ride with us back to campus. Right? So we drive MM back to his house. She's in the car with us. We pull up to lot two uh, or four or whatever. I forget the lot names, but pull up and we're about to walk up. And then we're like, oh, do you want us to walk us? Do you want us to walk you back to your dorm? And then the girl is like, oh, no, it's fine. I'll just sober up at your place in our apartment. And I was like, okay. That's fine. She's a freshman, by the way. Uh, and I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and at this time, me and Glenda were on a break. So I was single. Right? So I was like, I had no qualms about this. <laughs> and we're all showering. We get ready. She's in my roommate's bed. Right? And I was like, there's no way, right? Because he already said that he doesn't want to. I wake up in the middle of the night. And I go, damn. What, what am I? The hell? Who's whispering? <laughs> and it's them having sex. <gasps> right? And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> my virgin ears. <laughs> And you just hear her goes like, oh, I, I don't usually do this, blah, blah, blah. Right? Oh, and then he's he's just like, here, hold on. Be right back. Let me go grab an ice cube. And at this point, I'm like, kind of like with my eyes open a little bit. I'm like, oh my god, yo, his dick is just right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's walking out, brings an ice cube back, and then they like go do whatever. And then you just hear like all these noises. The bed is shaking. Ah. Right? And I'm like, oh my god. I was like, please. <laughs> but the best part is like we're so close that he already knew that I was awake. Cause he knows <laughs> I'm a pretty like light sleeper. Not like light sleeper, but he knew like when I start moving is when I'm awake. So I started like obviously like I'm like stuck in this position. I'm like, my bed you don't is so turn around. You don't I don't want to like I don't want to like move. <laughs> so eventually I just fake it and I like move and I pretend snore. And she's like, oh my god, is he awake? And then my roommate goes, oh, no, he does that all the time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I fall back asleep for a little bit. And then I wake up again. And this is like after they're done and whatever. And she gets out of bed and she gets out of bed butt naked. I literally she comes around the corner to where my bed is to walk outside. And I literally open my eyes. And I'm like, good morning. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> She screams and she runs back and then like she grabs her stuff, she leaves and then he goes, so uh, how long were you awake for? And I was like, enough. He's like, ironically enough, you woke up towards the end of it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, but I think those are like the two stories that stand out the most. Just because I remember just like having to do so much damage control. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, hold on though. What? what was the ice cube for? I don't want to know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what oh! does that even mean? Oh. Oh. And 
insert. No, don't, don't finish that sentence. Don't finish that sentence, oh please. In the walls of her. Why? Okay, never mind. I'm not going to ask anymore. I'm confused, oh but it's okay. Inside the walls of her genitalia, you know? John! <laughs> Just... This is a PG is this, podcast. Is this a PG podcast? <laughs> this is a PG I don't know. Podcast. You know, these parties are kind of... <laughs> they asked this craziest college story. <laughs> they gave it to them. That's true. That's you true. Really... No, it's true. You really made it. You really... <laughs> are there other times, like, we had the same guy that committed the, like, physical sexual assault, and he was like, I remember he was like crying in our dorm room. And we were all like, this is the middle of a party. <laughs> we, we, I just remember the vibes were immediately just dead. But oh not that gosh. crazy, I'm sorry. The other ones were crazy. No, that's that's pretty up there. <laughs> Fine was pretty crazy. Oh, I heard Fine stories. was crazy. That's a crazy story. Like, Lendl's car got hit in Philly, and we were stranded in Philly. No, I've, mm. I've, I've heard those stories. Or some of them. Or, like, my in a, my hotel, like, someone knocked our shelf over. And I was like, that's a damage cost. I was like, this is under my event coordinator's card. Oh, my God. <laughs> feel so bad. Uh, I mean, if yeah. you, if, you know, chat in the future, if you want to hear that story, just ask the question again. <laughs> <laughs> chat, if you want to hear that story, jump on to discord and i'll, I'll tell you the full i'll yeah. tell you the full yeah we'll, 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 we'll tell you the unomitted stories yeah i'll tell you with all the names <laughs> so but um i mean that's all the time we have for today it is a really long episode so if you made it this far or if you're listening on spotify or whatever else that uh thank you um john linda thank you for um being on the podcast uh yeah linda you'll be back <laughs> i'll be back you're a natural this is fun. yeah this is fun. it is fun um so with that being said um thank you guys for for watching slash listening slash chatting um we really appreciate you guys you guys are awesome john linda is there anything you want to say before we end it follow me on my twitch yes uh I love for you guys to participate in my chat just because I'll be unfiltered in, the te in, in, in text, in text. I can't say it. I don't have any mods, so I, I can go ahead and say whatever I want to say for now. <laughs> um, Linda, anything? I love food, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dear. That, that, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, but thank you guys again. Thank you. Um, you guys rock. <laughs>